Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What's Up Grimes with Friends. I'm Jen, you know me from my memes page. And of course, I'm sitting here with my co-host, MK. Hey guys, and I'm here. She's, she is here, <laughs> Present. she exists. Present. And my amazing guest, this is Roman. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so we have a lot to share with you guys in terms of getting to know Roman a little bit. He gave us some of his music that we're going to listen to here in a minute. But Roman... If we could just start out, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What do you like? And we'll go from there. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not like that good with like introducing myself off the bat, so I'm gonna try my best. So, um, I'm well. I go by Roma, like on stage, and I, I actually recently changed um, my like artist name and my stage name to Roma, and I explained that it was because you know I was like dealing with um, like. I guess struggling with my identity a lot and it was something that was happening for like years even before I started releasing music so I changed my name to Roma and I explained it like more in depth oh my god I love your sorry I just spotted the cat it like spots me off guard sometimes <gasps> she's back but... we have a she mascot to hang now. out. yeah anyway sorry, if you're listening to audio Sarah the sorry. cat's here go ahead Roman <laughs> It's just like I get caught off guard sometimes but yeah um I changed my name recently to Roma um and that had to do with my identity, but it's like gonna tie in a lot with, you know, the music I'm working on now. And I'm like, uh, I wanna get it done, but my writer's block is so bad, but I have like such like cool ideas because I've only like released um, two projects since 2021. I released an EP, which I don't like that much anymore. Um, and I also released my ambient project this year, um, Ethereality, and it's out now. If you're listening, you should go stream. Um, but it's it was like very inspired by uh, Halfaxa specific. Like I wanted to make like a new age Halfaxa, I guess, because that's like one of my favorite albums. I have it on vinyl. You could like not have described your music better yeah. yourself. <laughs> totally. But uh, I'm I'm like an independent artist now. And I'm based in Manchester, so I've seen. Um, so you're automatically cool. She- <laughs> so, yes so um i know uh shy as well is from the uk he hasn't specified from where um and i won't lie i do have beef with him because of what he said about foxes in that one episode uh, i haven't forgotten so if, if he's listening yeah when i catch you um <laughs> but um i started basically producing my music like by myself this year um and i'm really glad i did now because i've got it going and i just really... this year so i well uh it's kind of weird i've been writing since like 2019 um but i didn't really produce like a track that i liked until this year but i was learning to produce like since i started writing too but it was only on like garage band and you know like really bad <laughs> mobile apps um, that counts grime started there Come on. <laughs> to be fair like, I'm going to make an excuse for her because she definitely had a laptop. Um, and also she needs to go back to making bops on GarageBand. Like, I miss that era yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm kind of, like, now starting to get into more, like, performing. So I started doing DJ streams uh, earlier this month, but I stopped recently because I went on um, holiday and then I had to start college again. So I'm not going to have time for them anymore, but I'm going to try to do them when I have time and I'm going to get like a better setup. I don't know what else to say about myself, but I think I've like, that's pretty good. That was succinct. 
Yeah, that was that was that was pretty good. I'm interested just to hear what Shy says. I know I'm going to get a DM from Shy about the Fox thing. It's going to be so exciting. I am you know staying you out of it. Send you guys. him to me. You can <laughs> send him to me. He already knows. And MK and I will have so many more questions about like what you know inspired you to start. However, I want to listen to some of your music. I just want to say something before we even jump into your music. So Roman is so important to MK and me because he reached out and volunteered to do music for our podcast. And we were really missing that part. I was getting really good feedback from people that's like, hey, the podcast is great, but like, could you get some theme music? And Roman created this like ethereal space, grime scream music. Perfect. So this is, this is what I did. And it's like, because I wanted to try and find like some vocals from I actually sampled the night music intro um from like the original version back in like 2012 or 2013 I I don't remember I lose track of time really easily but I'd like I thought oh wouldn't it be cute if I like had like a little kind of elevator sort of noise I guess and then like the little grimes vocal and i think like the one thing that annoyed me was i couldn't find like an actual pure raw version of it which i wanted to so i ripped it out the song and like tried to process it like as much as i could to try and create that intro and it ended up sounding better than i hoped and if people are enjoying it then you know you're welcome (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but then besides that i really just um i made like a 10 minute like pad loop um and just threw in some like random keyboard improv stuff like it was all improv and i'm glad that it didn't turn up like sounding awful (laughs) because i've never really like done improv before no i was obsessed and at the time roman you didn't know this but i was trying to find music for it and i was having to use obviously copyright free music and it all sounded so bad and so cheesy in the editing software that I used for the videos. And I hated it. And I was like, you know what? This is what we're going to have to work with. And then out of the blue, you had messaged me offering to do this. You saved me because to me, it was perfect. So Roman and I have discussed it and we've decided we'll switch it up ever so once in a while. The intro will stay the same, but we'll switch it up occasionally so you don't get bored. I'm not bored, MK. I don't know about you. I think it sounds great. <laughs> Definitely for not bored. Definitely not bored. But feel free to create new things. Yeah. Um, MK and I are going to ask you a whole lot of questions about your art, but first you sent me four (laughs) snippets recently and we're going to start with those before I have us play them. Roman, you seemed almost a little hesitant to send them to me as if, as if something wasn't good enough to you. I don't know about that. That's what it felt in the conversation. going for it. I was like, (laughs) it depends on what you mean. Because here's the thing. Sometimes, like, I totally forget to send, like, snippets and stuff to people. But I did, like, I will say, I love them personally. And... I don't know what you're accusing me of. <laughs> no, I'm not. You would just you kept but, you kept giving me like excuses like oh they're unfinished they're whatever and I'm like that's the point like I love that that you're willing to to show us your process. It's like the, I will say like the one I was willing to give you was Drive and Angel because Angel Droid was like really you know I just did it in class because I was bored and actually I loved the way it sounds. Um, so and that name is unbelievably cool. I know. It was like, so good. <laughs> I have this like phase where I just like, if I don't have an, like an idea for a track and I just like randomly made it, I'll just like, you know, name it something cute. Like very, like my whole thing right now is like, oh, I'm, I love like, especially in this, like inspired me from like, 
Yule and Grimes and Hana, like I love them. And I've seen, I w- I've seen like two out of three of them live and I wish I could see Grimes live, but you know, I was like, we will oh, have to talk be- about that. We need, yes, like, totally. Yes. But you know, every once in a while, I'll just like make a random track and then I'll name it something random, uh, you know, just as a placeholder. So I will say though, I, I like, feel like I can't share music sometimes like outside of my close like friend group um if I don't feel like it's finished or if I mm-hmm. don't feel like it it doesn't have many layers or it's not as textured as I want it to be or, how, or like how I want people to hear it but that's, that's what, what I picked up on that. yeah that's what I was definitely picking up on but since you just mentioned angel droid let's take a listen to that one first Okay, Roman, that was Angel Droid. Tell us a little bit about that one. So, um, I I think I made that on fr- either Tuesday or Friday. I do not remember. Uh, sometime last week. And it was just because um, I started, like, I literally just started college classes again, like, last week. Um, and I'm going again tomorrow. So, um I remember uh, because we were discussing uh, in one of my classes, like composing and it's like, you have to make like 25 minutes of music. So I'd be like, oh, well, I know that Grimes like in the past used to like, you know, prepare all her tracks, like to like, you know, arrange them and perform them live uh, with all the stems and all like the synthesizers and stuff like that, which I want to do so bad. And I know that Yule did that too. Um, I didn't so, know Yule did that. I didn't know that. I, I think she'd like would do it in her live streams. I don't know. I would never watch them. I know that she's done it for sure though. So I was like, oh, well, I'd love to make a mix of like Yule and Grimes and like Magdalena Bay. Like I love them so much. So I I wanna be able to, you know, perform music live and stuff like that. So I kind of made like a little concept track of what I wanna be able to perform live. And I prepared like a synthesizer and like about like five, 10 minutes. Like I made it out of the blue, played some random chords in 
And then the rest was like me trying to find the right bass sound because I wanted it to be something that kind of rises um, like as each note goes on as well as uh, trying to find some drums that didn't, that sounded like whole and sounded like a rounded, like unlike logic samples and like presets do. And then, you know, I had to spend like another couple of minutes like trying to figure out, oh, what like reverb and what like pedals can I put on that to like achieve the noise that I want to. And that happens a lot in my music too. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, this song in particular, um, reminded me of the Blade Runner soundtrack. Yeah. If you're familiar with Vangelis, am I saying that right? Vangelis. Yeah. Um, I hope you take that as a compliment because it, it <laughs> and and the fact that you, I am completely floored that you came up with that. You're like, I came without Tuesday. I'm like, this past Tuesday or like a couple months yeah. ago? Like, that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Sometimes I'll just like have a random idea and then I put it down and I'm, I'm surprised that I can do that it doesn't like happen a lot or as much as I hope that it would because then if it did then I would be able to get through making like my future projects like way way quicker but it doesn't happen like that so before we move on to the next one first off Roman's a comedic genius and if you're on discord you know and especially coming from a memer who has pretty high expectations of what's funny Roman whenever you're on chat I'm dead. I'm like absolutely dead cracking up from your random small comments. You're total comedic genius. But one of the things you said to me that cracked me up and you didn't mean for this to be funny, but I knew you had started back college and you had said something about like, I'm not going to use this account because I'm supposed to be concentrating. I'm not supposed to be online. <laughs> and for some reason, that was so funny to me. It's like the joys of living it's, with your family. I'm having serious FOMO <laughs> with Discord right now. I like, oh, I'm gonna tried. get you one. Okay, I you tried this weekend Roman. and Tom. I was like, what? I'll help you get onto it. I've been on it for like six years and then I kind of realized, oh, maybe I'm addicted. But the like the only reason I came back on recently is just so I can promote like um, the new mix that I dropped uh, on Friday. And it was like a mix of, uh, 13 Voices and Celestia, like the two EPs, like Durante I and I love that. And your remix mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Thank you. I just, <laughs> I don't know how to take compliments sometimes. So if I like see I think really thank you is a good start. You did good. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the only reason I came back on recently was because I was planning to release that mix soon. And I also have uh, a song coming up. It's not original. It's like a cover song. And it's, uh, I haven't, it's one that I'm doing like vocally again for once uh, because I haven't released like a cover in like one year, two years. So I'm kind of like slowly easing myself back onto like going back to vocals and yeah, that's going to be releasing soon, but I'm not going to say when. Okay. And with that, let's go ahead and move on to this next one. This one is entitled Drive. Let's go ahead and listen to this and give some feedback afterwards.
All right. So that was Drive. Tell us a little bit about that one, Roman. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's a lot of backstory to this. So, oh, where do I start? Here's the thing. This one came really randomly to me because when like July started and I just finished like my first year of college or like, well, my first year of like music production in college, um, I I was like, oh, I want to be able to spend like as much time as I can trying to work on my first album because I've been writing it for like two years. So the like it was really random because out of like all the songs that I'd been like preparing and writing, um, the first one that came to me was Drive. And that one like totally happened like out of the blue, like out of nowhere. So I started producing it, uh, I think start of July and I only mm-hmm. finished like making it instrumentally recently and I still like want to record it but I don't know what I'm gonna do with it eventually but um it really came because uh, it started with me sampling um because me me and my mom we went to Greece uh just to visit family as always um so I I like recorded like about 30 seconds a minute of like our cars like indicator thing and then I sampled that kind of like as an atmospheric like an Mm. ambient thing which I have worked with before um so I was like thinking oh what if I turn this into a track and I think that would be really cute so then I started coming up with lyrics and then that ended up turning into drive and the full thing is about three minutes and I want to share it so so bad but I like want to hold back because from the feedback that I've gotten from my close friends and like from people that have heard it in full and with the lyrics too. I'm like, oh, you need to release this, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. And it really came from, because um, me, like in Greece, we have like this like little, not so good, like electric moped. And like around nighttime, I will just like take it out to drive around because we live in like, funny enough, we like funnily enough, we live in Sparta or like what is now like modern <laughs> Sparta. So wow. I would like, it's really weird because like I just take it out at night and like drive around like between, you know, 10 at night, maybe like one in the morning. So I'll just drive around like blasting music that literally everyone will be frightened of and I get scared at. And it's kind of empowering because that's not what the music scene is. And also like, oh, everyone's looking at me. I have all the attention. I know. But it really came from like me feeling good about myself, uh, which interesting, but <laughs> like I was like really feeling it. Uh, and yeah, the full track, you know, just sort of poured out. Yeah. And I think that's so your personality of once you have the spotlight, like you shine in the spotlight. <laughs> like that's like that's clear on Discord too. The way that actually MK was at the um the DJ set that you did, or you saw, I guess you would have seen it on my story, MK. Yeah. Well, I think that was when I made more of an attempt to get on Discord. I have been on there. It's just, I'm a little dusty. It's okay. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's okay. We'll, we'll get you on there. But that was the first time I had seen Roman and the first time you had seen Roman and you were like crushing it for like two hours. It was like an hour, but <laughs> it felt well, longer than that. In a good I'll- way. Mm-hmm. My sets on my actual like channel will be like three hours before I, you know, just stopped for a bit or stopped for a bit. I don't know. But my like the full sets that I would do on my like person would be like three hours. And yeah, I enjoy it. But like, I think after some time, you definitely have to stop because you get like bored and like my mind goes to other places like really, really quick. So I'm surprised my attention span can go on for like an hour alone just mixing tracks. But then again, I guess it's just like really satisfying to me. So 
I think a part of it was that you were on chat at the same time. So you were able to talk to people while you were doing that. I like, I love that. I, to be fair, the one thing I hated was that like, I wasn't actually on the Encore like Twitch channel. So I couldn't like, because I was from Streamlabs, I couldn't see the chat or anything. So I would just be opening Discord on my phone every once in a while, like trying to read through what people were saying. And I think at some point, like I genuinely just did turn on my mic and be like, hi baddies, how are we feeling? <laughs> like, Yes, you did. Let's go ahead and listen to this third snippet. This is titled Those Days. Okay, that was those days. Tell us a little bit about this one. Oh, oh my God. So I think this was maybe like one of the first tracks I started writing for um, this album in like 2020, um, before I'd even released my first EP, mind you. So I like, I've mentioned that I'm from Greece and I moved um, when I think when I was seven. So I still like, I was like kind of raised between England and between Greece like from my birth and then I moved away to England so uh, those days the full track is about like you know just how my life used to be like when I was younger and when I used to live that it's a really sad song <laughs> but um the I still haven't finished the full thing like what I sent you is just what the track is right now but the full thing is like I want it to be very like Ethel Kane inspired but mixed with I guess orchestration and like some strings um and I want to like find the right sounds to be able to do that but right now I'm just like completely blank because at the same time I still haven't finished the lyrics despite it being two years old but yeah it really just comes from uh like when I was raised in Greece and living there like during my early childhood Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know that so much of you still identifies with being Greek. I hear you bring it up a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah, on like, the chat. I cut, like the thing is, I'll bring it up and then be like, "Did I say that?" That happens a lot. Like sometimes my mind just blanks out when I'm in chat. Well, it's not a bad thing. It's just acknowledging where you came from. Yeah, and I think like the one thing that annoys me is like people call me like I guess it's there's like between like accidental uh like you know saying I'm British because like 
you like don't know but when you like obviously know i'm greek it's like mm, really annoying especially when like because <laughs> getting personal but <laughs> i used to live like i still live in an area uh, and where i would experience like considerable xenophobia like in school for many years mind you that didn't stop until i was like maybe starting college for like the first year wow so this was like the first time like i actually felt free from it was when covid started because i was like it was non-stop so it, it was like having to go through that every year and be like oh you're british is that a common thing in, in england i don't know and i guess it could depend like because I, like i said there's like a difference between like accidentally saying it because you don't know and then also just like saying it intentionally to cause harm to someone but uh i don't know but ignorance i know for a fact too. that it was yeah. a lot, probably a lot of ignorance but i know for a fact and i guess it's just because of my area and the way like some kids are raised here like it's atrocious <laughs> like it's, it's atrocious yeah. but i like i guess it depends on the area and i know manchester like actually in town because i don't like i wish i lived there like in town because it'd be so much easier for me to go to concerts and stuff like that but um i know for a fact that man like manchester as a city is not open to that at all as well as a lot of like major cities too but when you like start to like straight outside of the major cities and go into like the smaller towns and like the villages and stuff like that it's definitely something that occurs a lot in my experience i didn't realize that's a thing so mk and i are both americans obviously and we have our own issues and it also depends on what city you're in unfortunately sometimes <laughs> right however i know several um greek immigrants in my city and we love them and value their culture and everything i ever saw them face in my grad school program was very positive so this is surprising to me yeah period <laughs> period i mean I, I guess it ties in with politics too. Like I think Brexit like took a really like it, it was like a out of like a place of hate, I yeah. fear, and not so much like out of politics and wanting independence. Like it felt very nationalist and hateful. And look where it got Britain now, cost of living crisis. <laughs> so yeah. sorry for um, your queen. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> so Yowch. I don't know, but I think it's like there's definitely a lot of like ignorance in the uk and i guess it's I, like it might not be apparent because it's overshadowed a lot by like i think american media because it's like it's something that's more prevalent i think over the internet and worldwide because america has such like a massive focus yeah true yeah interesting okay let's move on to this last one this one can i say quite... oh i'm so sorry yeah. can i say one more thing about this song because this i really like uh it reminded me of Enya, like the good Enya. I don't yeah. know. Like it was very Enya um, and like Grimes inspired, like the Enya that Grimes looks to and is inspired by. So I really, I really like this track. I hope you take that as a compliment. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, I don't know who Enya is. I can, <gasps> I guess I can kind what? of see. The... <laughs> Roman, are I... you kidding? No, I don't know who Anya. I feel they sound very like familiar to me. She has it in her DJ sets, Grimes. Yeah. 
I'm not that caught up with her DJ sets because like I have to sail pay away, money. sail like, away, like, sail. Remember that song? No. Oh man, Ro- that's your homework after this. You gotta look at India. We're assigned. You're assigned w- homework now. I will yeah. definitely do that. To be honest. Um. Okay. This last one you haven't titled quite yet. We're gonna go ahead and listen to this one and get your feedback on it. that was the one that is as of yet untitled tell us about it and tell us why you haven't quite named it yet so it's like very weird at the time like hold the girl had just come out the new song by rena sawayama uh stream hold the girl september 16th um so hold the girl just came out and i like because rena's like been like i guess a reoccurring influence in my music uh both lyrically and i guess like production wise um so hold the girl had just come out and i realized that some like there was like this reoccurring kind of ringtone sound to rena's songs so i was like listening back to hold the girl and the collab she did with charlie because they were very like ringtone kind Mm -hmm. of sounding like very old phone sort of thing Um, what's an old phone to you (laughs) good question (laughs) i guess like uh-oh. I don't know. Red definitely, not, like definitely, like that, that, like two thousand sort of generation of Nokia's. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, MK, that that counts. I was afraid he was gonna say like the A razor. razor. Yeah, ah! and I was be like, that was my like my dream phone. At the but time. there's like you know they had like this certain aspect to them, and I'd be like, oh well, I want to make an electro pop kind of record like Rena, so I wanted to like kind of make a song that does have that like kind of ringtone aspect to it and as of right now it is just that because i don't know where to work on it from then i don't know like oh what should i add to it um what should i change kind of general stuff about the track so the only reason i haven't named it is because i don't know if it should be one of the tracks i'm writing now or have been writing as of like recently or in total um, or sh- if it should be like a totally new track because Drive is like a totally new track. Um, so I I didn't know what to do with it at all. So I just left it untitled. And that's also, I was also working on another song, but it's just a baseline. So you aren't really missing out much there. Um, so that there's like two tracks now that I have untitled, which is that one. And then the other one, which is just a baseline because like, I don't know if it should be like new tracks or if it should be, like tracks that I've already written. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not there yet in the creative process. Sarah, do you have any questions? Yeah, actually, Sarah wanted to sneak into the interview. That's my cat's name because she <laughs> wants to know how you even got started in music production. What led to this? Okay, so I, like I mentioned, like at the start, um, I began like writing my own songs late 2019 uh and that came from like a place of just like me being like really mentally unwell Mm -hmm. and then that led to my first ep um and that mostly came from like a place of like trauma and mental like not you know not being well i guess Mm -hmm. or like recovering from trauma 
and then that led to the EP and that's like my first instance of writing. The first times that I actually produced my own tracks and like I said it was with Garage Band um, were for my tracks. I did the I did like piano on my cover for Rainbow and I totally like produced my songs Do I Love You and Goodbye and interesting fact is that Do I Love You is like one of my most stream songs which I find surprising because I still hate it so you know <laughs> if like the thing is is that I totally would have like I was willing to take the CP down because I just like don't like it anymore so that was around um I guess mid 2020 start of 2020 when I was actually producing that but I didn't get like my MacBook now and like logic and like you know actual good like producing software um until my 18th birthday like October last year so that's when I actually did start producing and then as soon as I got them I began working on my ambient project which was a theoriality uh so I managed to push that out in six months surprisingly less than six months um and I had it like ready to go like ready to distribute like submitted to stores and everything and I was like so so happy when I finished that because I feel like it was definitely my production skills like definitely like i felt them improve yeah for certain and then that's when i strengthened your muscle with it yeah you know yeah so that's when i began producing the new songs now which you showed uh and yeah so (laughs) i guess it all started like it started with me like writing when i had just turned 16 and then you know now i'm pushing 19 and you're so a geezer. Yeah, no <laughs> old geezer. I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and as much as I hate that you've been through trauma, the fact that you process that through writing music and tapping into that artistic part of your brain is fantastic. And I'm glad that you now have this outlet for the rest of your life of how you can handle the, the depression. Totally. Like, the thing is, I've always had like this feeling that music was for me because that was like what I was introduced to when I was like really really young so I was there to witness like you know the debut of like the main pop girls now like Lady Gaga um Madonna had just released like four minutes I think and I was introduced to her like I was introduced to ACDC I went to an ACDC concert when I was like five you okay so cool yeah Awesome. <laughs> like in Athens, mind you. Wow. <laughs> and no one plays there anymore. <laughs> so mm. I was like, the thing is, is that like pop and electro pop and electronic music in general is like my main in like outlet and like my main influence. And that has like stuck with me for years. I couldn't, you know, not work on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you find Grimes? This, okay. Here's the weird thing. I started listening to Grimes maybe early last year but I everyone had... finds her in the past two years it's wild is that but I th- like I think maybe the first time I might have heard about her was either in 2015 when Art Angels came out because I know for a fact that I had like I had friends at the time who listened to her because they were in like that circle of like alt and like not mainstream pop music or it was either like I guess in 2018 because of the like when she got like when she started dating Elon. Oh yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Not like, gonna lie, that's how was, I found that's her. how we found her. Yeah, yeah. like t- 
the thing is, I get it. Like that, I think that's the most plausible, like plausible thing. But it was either that or when she had a controversy with Poppy. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was between there. But I genuinely did not start listening to her until um, early, like early start of last year. Um, and yeah, she's kind of like one of my main influences in producing now. So <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite Grimes album? Our Angels. Oh my God, another one. Yay! <laughs> so good. It's, it's kind of difficult because I don't really have a favorite one. I do, the only Grimes album I don't like is Gady Primes because I just like, no matter how many times I re-listen to it, I just can't get into it. But for sure, like how Facts of Visions, Art Angels and like Misanthropocene, they, they have like a very shared aspect of them and they have them like all in, on vinyl over there. <laughs> Yeah. How are you feeling about the new stuff? Shinigami Eyes, Player of Games. I'm missing I... one. You are missing one. How Which am I one? missing one? What am I missing? It feels Welcome like you're missing one. Welcome to the opera. There's another one, though, besides Welcome to the Opera. Utopia. Mm-mm. No. There's another one that... Oh, 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 it's Love is Just a Drug from God. Is that... Well, that's... In, oh, is that going to okay. be on so, book one? That was an NPC project, Maybe. to be fair. Yeah. I, the thing is, is that, like... I'm kind of surprised because I was hoping that, you know, book one would be like something new, but it feels like, and this is coming from my point of view, so I know for a fact that other people will be like, you're wrong. Um, All opinions are welcome here as long as they're, you know, well presented, right? Defend it well. Yeah, but my thing is like with New Grimes now is that I feel like the songs... I like they don't feel the same to me anymore. They just like I feel like they've just brought it down to become more generic because Misanthropocene was like considerably like a dance record, like an electronic dance record, but I think there was like an aspect to it where it was also mixed with like influences from metal and it had like the vocal mm-hmm. characteristics yeah. to it and like this etherealism to it. Um and it just like I think now it's just like trickled down to generic dance music, which I was kind of disappointed about. And Shinigami eyes like I was <laughs> and this is coming from me but I was like when it released I was like so disappointed because I was hoping oh she's been hyping this up for months and it's just, it's just yeah. like very repetitive and yeah but player of games did kind of grow on me but the thing is I was listening to like all of the new songs like when they were just like being put out as demos and I think that was during like a metaverse set that she did yes yeah yeah so we had it for a while it was yeah we knew about it we knew about like the the major pinpoints of those songs but I remember that yeah but I remember that you know there was player of games which I would re-listen to a lot when it was still in its demo phase and that's why I still have like so many like last fm scrubbles on it um Shinigami Eyes as well I would re-listen to a lot and I was just like waiting for the day would come out like in summer last year and then it came out (laughs) so oh Utopia too like and Shinigami Eyes came out and they totally cut the first part of it which sets up that's what I was thinking (laughs) you know what I like though Calypso that clip Calypso is really cool yeah and it was only like five seconds oh it's I like that one it's on our TikTok Roman 
It's super cute. Yeah, I, the Shinigami Ice kind of threw me for a loop because not only had by the time it released, all of us gotten kind of sick of the chorus because you heard it so much in all yeah. of the tracks, <laughs> but then they cut the theming by cutting the initial part that's super slow. I like making friends with humans, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that kind of took away from the theme of the song, but people were suggesting that's probably because of a record label trying to make it more generic. I don't know if that's true or not. To but that's be honest, like, I feel like she, like they might have uploaded the wrong bounce for it because maybe she like maybe it was accidentally cut out and that's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna stick with that. But there was also um Utopia and 100 percent tragedy. The 100 tragedy. Part. That's what I. That's what. That's what we're that's thinking what, of. 100 percent tragedy. That's it. I'm, I'm still waiting for that to come out, and I like I really really want it so bad because I don't know if I still have it on my local files actually on Spotify, but I had that like on loop. And yeah, I'm remember still she, for when it comes out. She posted saying her label didn't think it was a hit. And what mm-hmm. do you think? That was where we first heard about it. Now, d- do you feel similarly sometimes? Like, do your fans really like songs that aren't your favorite of your own songs? Like, you know how Grimes struggles with that a little bit. <laughs> and do, have you experienced a similar situation? So... I, I can't speak on fans because like, I, my following is not active. But the one thing that I find really weird is that like my following right now really enjoys my EP over my ambient projects because like, like I said, that was me during a dark place. And it's not so much that how it was conceived that annoys me. It's just like, I know that I could have done so much better. So now I hate the songs because it, they, they're just like too generic, like, for my like what i'm aspiring to do now that's the point of being brand new is that your initial stuff you're not necessarily going to like because you're just learning how to build off it yeah but i don't like well you may have your own preferences you know with what you think right is good as opposed to your fans but yeah for sure like my like my following definitely enjoys my ep more than i do and I won't lie, I still like do go back to it and re-listen to it and be like, am I feeling it? Am I feeling <laughs> it today? <laughs> and sometimes I do, sometimes I do, but I, like, sometimes I don't. But I, I have like a very love-hate relationship with it where I will go back and be like, you know what? I'm kind of glad I put it out because I'm like gaining attention from it slowly but surely. And then other days I'll be like, why did you release this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's just part of the process. Even Grimes talks about like, this. Totally. She talks about this with Getty Primes. We're doing a whole series, MK and I, on a deep dive breakdown into all of her albums. And her first two albums, she talks about hating over and over and over again. And it's new. Like, you're just learning what your style is. And you're only 19. Only. (laughs) That's so young. like, Like, here's the weird thing, is that I don't see it as young because I'll be like, oh, like, what if I, like don't have enough time to be like able to get where I want to be because I still want to be able to like branch out as much as I can and you might see it as young but like I've seen like younger people like on the internet like producing like like, amazing remixes and amazing songs and there's like I know for a fact there's definitely like young people in Encore that do that and I'm like I wish I was like them because they're like very young too and I guess it's like a really weird perspective because you'll be seeing like them if they're younger and be like oh you're so young to be doing this like you're doing so good but then like they'll also be looking at younger people and then be like oh 
like exactly the same. So it's kind of a, like a chain and it's, it's really weird to me, but like, that's how I feel about it most of the time. Interestingly, Grimes released Getty Primes when she was 23. So I thought she was younger. Mm-mm. 23. So you have time. Also, I think about people like Georgia Bliss who are incredibly talented and she didn't discover ladies. ladies. She didn't discover production until she was in her late twenties. So you've got all this time. You're ahead of the game already. And you mentioned that you were in uni for music production, right? I'm in. I'm in college. Uh, I actually I was doing A levels like for a year, but it was making me like so mentally unwell. I had to like um, at the end of the year, I literally went to my parents and be like, "Yeah, I cannot do this uh, because I was." Uh, the guy who used to produce for me now and I haven't like contacted him in a long time actually but he told me about uh, the college that I go to now and you know he was like oh you should go to your parents because if you don't want to be in A-levels anymore then like you should totally go to them and ask if you want to do it so thank god (laughs) that I managed to like find out about that and that I had the right connections because like I wouldn't be like where I want to be now so it's it's like Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are your parents pretty supportive of what you want to do? That, to be fair, I don't know. I know that um, my dad, like, because he's, like, he's one of my active listeners. Like, I had uh, my song, when I first released a song from my ambient project, he listened to it. And he was like, oh, it's definitely, like, I think it definitely suits your style and what you're trying to go with. And then I, he listened to the rest of it. And I don't like I don't know what he said about it and I don't know what he thought about it uh, because he didn't tell me. But I know that he likes like my newer productions. My older stuff, I'm not so sure about, but I know that like he like he definitely knows about it. And I know that my mom as well also definitely knows about it, but she doesn't listen to them. So, yeah, so somewhat supportive, not against it, I should say. And it sounds like dad's pretty interested. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned your your finding of Grimes and how that's gone for you. How involved are you in the Grimes community? Do you feel like you've been able to make friends there? Um, I'm like not so involved now. And I think I was in voice chat with you like a few days ago because I feel like th- there's like a certain atmosphere around like certain corners of the community and it comes from like certain areas which i won't name here um but i think there's definitely like some parts of it that are just like really awkward to be in and i'm not so involved with it now uh i really only did join encore to be able to promote my music because i know that existed beforehand for like months um but i've like tried to stray away from you know like fan servers and actually like left the metaverse because i just felt like really awkward in that yeah how Um, dare you the metaverse is a whole nother topic man it is it is but i like the thing is i totally would have stayed in there like just to see her sets but i i'm not so involved anymore i used to be like a lot um when i was like actually getting into her more and more like last year so yeah but roman she's not even there like think about how long yeah, it's been. When is, yeah, when? Because I was like, she has done a DJ set for there. No, forever. it looked like that was going to be something consistent, and then it never happened again. And Liv and her talked about the podcast on the metaverse, 
And then we never got that either. So I don't know. You're not really missing out. <laughs> yeah. But either way, like, you know, her sets get uploaded on YouTube every once in a while. So if I miss anything, <clears throat> opening a browser. Yeah. Yeah. When you're not making music and you're not doing college, what do you like to do in your free time? Nothing. I just like, I exist. Like, I, you I know, exist. I'll either go on Discord. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll either go on Discord, see what servers are active, talk in them for a while. I've been really active in Arena's Discord now because of the new album. And I'm, you know, I'm being more active, like, in the last few days again to promote some new stuff. Um, but right now, like, I've been trying to stray away from, like, being on social media and being on the internet, like, as much as I can. Um, so obviously I guess like returning for like two, three weeks <laughs> won't really work out, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just like either go on Roblox sometimes, you know, just to mess around. <laughs> like there's some really silly games on there, so I'll just go on there. Sometimes but. I really wonder, MK, like, why are any of us still on social media? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, obviously I literally had that thought today and Same. yesterday. Same. I was like, what it? What is what this? Like, doing? what are we doing? What are we doing here? But like, and then it goes away, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, the thing is, I feel like we, like, kind of have the urge to be on social media because, like, I have to be able to promote myself as an artist. Yep. You guys run, like, the meme page for Grimes and you guys have to run the podcast page as well. Yeah. So I feel like there is reason, but we're just, like, is it worth it? I think it's finding I, the balance. I literally said yeah. that same thing. I was like, am I embarrassing myself? Wait. And I was like, you know, I asked my husband, I was like, you tell me, you would tell me if I was embarrassing myself. What did he say to you? Definitely. He was not. like, definitely not. I was like, hmm. I was like, sometimes I'm okay with him lying in situations like that. I'm like, oh, okay, it looks fine. Okay. Why but not? I think it is that balance of how much time do you spend doing something and yeah. pouring yourself into it versus... I need to be offline and have that that balance. And I think we all suck at it because, you know, social media is designed to be that way. You're supposed to be addicted to it. That's the point. Yeah, I definitely feel like, like the, a massive problem for me was like Discord because I've been on it for so long and I have like never really logged off it. Like I, <laughs> you didn't hear this from me, but I was on it since I was uh, not of age. I'm just going to say that. Um, but, this is yeah, an explosive for... interview. <laughs> <laughs> Scandals. Um, but yeah, I've been on it for like, I think nearly six years now. Maybe I've already closed in on six years, I don't know. But it's like, when you're on it so actively, it's definitely something that you're going to start struggling to find the balance of. And then that's when I like began realizing this year, oh, after I release like this project, I'm just going to try and stray away as much as I can until I have like something new to release. Yeah. I think that's the issue. Like my issue with Instagram. It's like you, you, you get involved, you start making friends Yeah, and then it's like, you don't want to ever get off because you know, it's your side project. It's hard. And people are in different time zones too. Like you kind of feel like you need to be present a lot. It's, yeah. it's a, it's a real balance. It's a total balance. It like never ends. So right, Sarah, that's right. She's sick of social media. So Roman, another thing I wanted to ask you about was getting into DJing. What do you like more, production, DJing? How'd you get into that? Okay, that's interesting actually. So it kind of clicked to me um, because I went to see Rena uh, Life of the Dynasty tour 
last November, so nearly a year ago now, and I'm going to see her again for Hold the Girl. So Hana was opening for her, and I wasn't really so much into Hana at the time. I am now like a lot. Um, like I'm obsessed with Hana Driel and like all her music, like mixing Celestia and 13 Voices. Um, that is so, my favorite Hana that she's like, ever released. I love those songs. Totally. And I'm, uh, I need her to release something new now because Moonstone is not going to keep me fed for like another seven years. That was months but, ago too. She hasn't posted. She really just like, like she, she released it and vanished. She went to like the Chromatica Ball like two nights ago. And I don't know where she's been since. I know, but like she does DJ sets and then that's how like I actually started watching her because I watched her perform live for Rena and yeah. she was like so into it. And I was like, Who is Rena? Can somebody tell me who Sawayama. Rena is? Sawayama. She's um she's not she's not like friends with Grimes. I she definitely knows about her. She's more friends with Hana. Uh and I guess that just depends on her like friendship group but that mainly comes from because um hana's dating blood pop which is really weird to me that is one thing i could never have like seen coming ever um i totally but, agree i think we mk, agree, Jen. MK we and i talk about this <laughs> it's it's so it's so weird because that mm-hmm. means that like <laughs> like Grimes knows Blood Pop. Like Grimes is friends with Blood. Like it's it's such a weird like tunnel. Such like a weird rabbit hole to go down. But anyways, so I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong, that like Arena knows Hana from Blood Pop. I, I genuinely don't know. Sometimes I try to piece it together. But Rena's uh, she's a singer. She's amazing. That's, I'll have to check her legend. out. Totally, like you should. Well, it's a good new offshoot on top of music production to get involved like something like DJing. I feel like that's become a theme now, like even with Grimes. That's been the newest yeah. thing that people get into. I guess with Grimes, it is just because of the music she's making now, like electronic dance and, you know, kind of trickling more into like the generic areas now. And not what so a much great like what point. That's a great point. She like the music she's making is that level, too. Like the like, I never would have put it in that perspective before, but that totally makes sense. It's not really a one eighty for her to be doing DJing. I like. I definitely think we could have seen it come because she released like Miss Anthropocene like remixes, and they were like a rave edition, and they yeah. had a lot of like, I guess generic idiom and like techno, like the Dark Side remix that's like ten minutes long. <laughs> that's you know, something else. But, like, Hana actually started influencing me to, you know, start DJing, like, kind of to market myself and to kind of reach out more than Grimes. Like, Grimes, for sure, like, definitely did have some parts in it because that Cyberpunk mix, but... Yeah. Yes. she, like, both of them definitely did have some part in it, and I won't lie, Hana more than Grimes, because I was, like, so frequent in watching her streams, and now she's vanished off the face of the earth. Like, Grimes? <laughs> Are they both vanished like... together? <laughs> they They're finally went to space. I guess I just They're wish I had more space commune. transparency from Grimes about, like, is this, like, the plan? Like, is the plan ultimately to DJ? Like, are you done with music? Because NPC came out, and I was like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, Grimes is done. 
she's going to let these like characters do everything. And then that got dropped. And then I saw all that controversy today about how her manager supposedly had something on his page that was a countdown to book one and all the fan pages got super excited about it. Then one of the fan pages finally reached out to him and said, Hey, what is this? And he was like, no, that's not a countdown, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, there's just no communication though. Like there's no clarity. That, that's true. That, like, reminds me. It's true. Uh, it just reminded me of the time where I used to be in this like fan server uh, and there was like a controversy, like there was like a whole issue with like the lack of communication between Grimes and the fan server because they, <laughs> they're going to know I'm talking about them now because of this, but it was, it was to do with like Grimes saying, oh, they would be like the official fan server for like, you know, the Grimesians and uh, then she made the metaverse and that kind of all exploded because it was actually her manager reaching out to them instead of her personally. And it was like, it, it got like so muddled up. But you're communication. Me of that. Yeah, it's not great. We'll put it that way. The communication hasn't been great. Not that she <laughs> owes anybody anything. It just would be nice to like, I don't know, and have a little bit more information. Or maybe she doesn't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what C knows and doesn't know. I don't know. Anyway, Roman, as we wrap up here, tell me how people can find you. If they want to stream your music, if they want to DM you and start a conversation, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Okay, so I, to be fair, I don't know how active I'm going to be uh, after I release like this next song now. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be on frequent, you know, visits on social media again, but my Instagram app is like at where is Roma. And I think you tagged it in a post so i'm not gonna try spell it out um and my discord is the same you can also find uh like my discord like through all my streaming services i'm literally just roma with all capital letters now um so it's like my instagram and everything all linked together so they're very easy to find yeah fantastic well roman thank you so much for stopping by and talking with the grown adult ladies today (laughs) (laughs) it's been fun really yeah, for making yeah, our music. Been... And we appreciate talking to the youths. <laughs> the 19-year-old youths that keep mm, me definitely. laughing. Keep the me kiddos. Smiling. So guys, stick around this week. We are going to do an individual podcast on parasocial relationships this week. And then MK and I are meeting with Crypto Aquarius on Friday. That's Victor. He'll be on mm-hmm. our podcast. We care about you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for stopping by. Love you guys. Bye.